Good day. This is Radio Hara. I'm Stefan Kristoff, and this is my monthly artist interview. I contribute um, a conversation and interview once a month here on Radio Hara, the first Friday of the month. For June 2022, I'm going to be sharing an interview, a conversation that I had with cellist Lori Goldston. Lori lives in Seattle, tours internationally and has contributed to many, many different projects, composed for films, played in solo, played with bands, including Earth, Cat Power, Nirvana, has collaborated with artists like David Byrne, and many others. You can find Lori Goldston's work, lauriegoldston.bandcamp.com. Recently, she has released duo albums with Dylan Carlson, Jordan O'Jordan, Torben Ulrich, and many others. I had the opportunity to play with Lori a few years ago, and we have recently released an album through the label Dasa Tapes that's based in Thessalonica. This conversation visits Lori's artistic practice, uh, the way she approaches improvisation, and some of her history as a musician. Um, currently, Lori's on tour in Mexico, this interview was recorded in the context of her performance at a festival in Montreal at an event I co-curated for the Suoni Peripopolo Festival, which is uh, the title meaning Sounds of the People in Italian. I wanted to share this conversation I had with Lori here for my monthly artist interview on Radio Alhara. I've shared it on Campus Community Radio, CKUT 90.3 FM in Montreal, but wanted to take this chance to share it here for listeners of Radio Alhara. So I hope that you enjoy my conversation with Lori Goldston and take care. I'll be back next month with another artist interview. Thanks again to Lori for this exchange. Here is our conversation. I'm with cellist Lori Goldston, uh, visiting from Seattle, Washington. Um, it's sunny morning and there's birds around. Good morning. Thanks for doing this interview. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah. Appreciate it. So maybe first to start, just for people who are tuning in, um, if you could just share a bit about, about your work uh, as an artist, um, um, you're touring as a solo a cellist, um, maybe just talk a bit about your, your process, your work, and, and some, of the, some of the traditions and, and modes that you, you draw from. Well, I live in Seattle. Mm -hmm. I tour quite a bit, uh, playing solo cello, also do a lot of collaboration with people in Seattle and elsewhere. I have had a pretty broad uh, range of experience as a cellist. I've played in a lot of styles and, yeah. and have always said yes to kind of jumping in on uh, different kind of situations and have always been happy to be have my skills pushed and my understanding pushed and working in uh, different kinds of traditions and musical systems. Mm -hmm. I was trained classically, started in public school and okay. kind of uh, have steadily m moved outside of that tradition more and more and spent more and more time outside. So now I, it's rare that I play uh, kind of classical cello literature, even a little bit rare that I 
uh, I'm reading music even. Oh, wow. So you mentioned public school, not private school. Yeah, just, you know, regular school orchestra, yeah, yeah, that you get to pick an instrument, and I happen to pick cello, yeah. Okay. This is in the New York area? Yeah, it's in Long Island, yeah. Okay, nice. Um, last night at the show, um, your your piece, you really, I mean, it was one long, long piece, one long set. Um, it's a very sort of trance-like aspect to it, and also I felt a lot of both melancholic, uh, feelings, but also a lot of feelings like um, about healing and reflection, and um, it was just beautiful. I mean, maybe just talk a bit about what you you presented last night um, uh, here at the Swanee Festival. And for the solo shows, I've been often uh, making them kind of mostly improvisational, and maybe have a few uh, sort of songs or pieces or ideas or certain kinds of textures mm -hmm. that I'll kind of hit as points okay. during that one set and uh, sometimes they the pieces are the, sort of the improvisations are kind of slow introductions to those points or kind of connectors between those points so Mostly, yeah, have some kind of material to kind of fall back on if I feel like I'm really at a loss. And uh, then I try to um, get in a pretty, um, I don't know, kind of stream of consciousness kind of frame of mind about it. And uh, yeah, let the set breathe also because it is... Yeah. one long continuous set so I feel like uh, m you know my ears the audience's ears my hands could use like a little breather also it's lovely I think to have um, kind of the full range of mm -hmm. density and dynamics and create some space or some silence you know where everybody can just kind of together in the space you know and uh, yeah but in generally I yeah I like to try to work with a pretty wide range of textures mm -hmm. and approaches to the instrument I felt like during the performance you were very aware of the people present in the room too yeah oh yeah for sure yeah absolutely yeah yeah I definitely see it as more of a kind of um, kind of more exper experiential than presentational. Yeah, that felt that way. Um, you're also mixing a lot, obviously, of, of bowing and, and, and finger-based work or plucking. Yeah, for sure, yeah. Yeah, I really like using pizzicato, and I actually, yeah, I used to, I was pretty serious guitarist for many years, and so I... Uh, have done a lot of finger picking and that kind of thing so yeah I like to sort of take advantage of those kind of right hand skills and ideas that I have from being a guitarist so I started on guitar originally so it's really in my in my blood even though I don't play as much now um, you're, you're living in Seattle these days and have for some time uh, we, we had a 
funny exchange of it early or yesterday about about Bernie Sanders, um, who uh, oh, yeah. hasn't hasn't gotten there yet, uh, for for the Democratic Party, but um, seems like most of Seattle and Washington State voted for Bernie. Well, yeah, I think actually I'm not sure about the rest of Washington State because there's really a big split politically between kind of east and west of the Cascade Mountains, but. But yeah, west of the Cascades for sure. Yeah, Seattle's pretty solid leftist town. So, in terms of the musicians that you, that you know in the city of Seattle and um, sort of your community, uh, you know, I'm mentioning you know a huge political moment of Bernie Sanders, but I'm sure obviously that you're all engaged in a lot of issues and and um, working together as a community to address those things in various ways. So, I was just wondering if you could share a bit about what artists in, in Seattle or some people in your circles and yourself have been thinking about and, and um, working to address recently some things that are important to you. Yeah, for sure there have been a lot of really serious gentrification issues in Seattle and people are being you know, driven out of Seattle in, in droves at this point. It's been really tough and everybody's really, I think, pretty concerned looking ahead to what's going to happen and people are feeling um, really priced out you know so this it feels like there's a there's a bit of movement there's a lot of really widespread concern about it and some mm -hmm. political movement mm -hmm. for sure there's kind of a batch of city politicians who are really stepping up and okay. Uh, uh, addressing some of those issues, also about kind of um, the kind of rampant rise of short-term rentals and the, that affecting the housing with uh, kind of Airbnb and that kind of thing, okay. and so a lot of people being driven out of their longer-term rentals by this kind of profit profit motive yeah. around uh, Airbnb. So there, so these these issues are being addressed. Slowly but surely, but it's a little bit like, uh, you know, kind of trying to remedy a, f a flood with a, you know, bailing it out with a paper cup or something. So it's, uh, the change is, the change for fixing it is a lot slower than the changes happening with the house, with the, with the rent increases. I see, I see, I see. Um, how does this reality affect artists and artist spaces? Well, it's definitely been tougher to have to keep artist spaces going, and uh, the the ones that are there, you know, often feel quite fragile and uh, uh, often driven out. One thing that's helped a lot in the last few years has been um, the the city really eased up on the restrictions around venues. So that's been really healthy, I would say, for the last mm, maybe ten, eight or ten years, you know, mm -hmm. where people at least can find spaces and not get them shut down by the city, but the the rent is another matter, you know, and there's no there's there's no rent control at all in Seattle. So people at all. At all. So, you know, your your rent can go up, you know, a thousand dollars from one month to the other, which has happened to people. So for low income artists. It's really tough. It's really, really hard to find space, and really, you know, certainly the days of you know loft spaces and that kind of thing are are numbered. You know. Mm -hmm. um, 
I noticed in terms if we're thinking about the spaces in a city, uh, just going a bit back towards your performance, um, I, 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 there's a few different uh, videos of you online performing cello, and one is in this very gorgeous, it almost looks like a train station or a library building. Yeah, the uh, old train station, yeah. Yeah, and then there's one of you on, a, on, a, on, a, on the water somewhere. It, seem, it seems like you're... Um, a lot of your cello uh, work, I mean, it, it works amazingly in a venue, but it seems you have a relationship to playing in unusual spaces or uh, outside, too. Yeah, for sure, yeah. No, I love I love all that, yeah. I've actually been thinking, of sort of starting to hatch a um, uh, plan for a project around that, about kind of... Um, the, both the use of space, okay. sort of sonically, mm -hmm. and you kind of uh, as a means for mm -hmm. uh, you know performer and audience to experience the space, and also thinking about um, this you know very very old tradition of musicians. Uh, traveling from moving from space to space and um, sort of what the the musicians mm -hmm. and the instruments kind of carry with them from one place to another, oh, you know, and I've been thinking about that and kind of contrast with um, this kind of, like, the sort of virtual travel that everybody's doing so much now, on yeah. like, by sort of internet, sure. social media connection, and the um, the contrast between that and just the the, the physical yeah. movement yeah. and the kind of the um, yeah. carrying of some other kind of essence, you know, from one place to another, and the yeah. kind of the role of mus that musicians, I think, have always had in human existence of yeah. kind of um, yeah, this yeah. other means of connection, this other means of uh, communication. Yeah that musicians facilitate, you know. Yeah, you were, ta you were talking about how um, you prefer, like, the, or you, yesterday you were talking about how that in-person connection is so important, and you were describing recent experiences in Mexico City where you really felt like there was this human direct appreciation for your presence as an artist. There. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've also been thinking for a long time about... Um, this, you know, sort of very privileged position musicians are in of kind of dropping immediately into these scenes that they can really um, relate to and to just instantly sort of pe meet people that you would meet, that you would hang out with all the time if you lived someplace. And uh, seeing so many ways that, uh, you know, artists and activists and friends um, make things work in their own, where they live, you know, sure. and also bringing those uh, the ideas about those means uh, with me, like to, mm. uh, as an, yeah, again, another form of communication in a way that you can't really understand without being there. There's really no way to um, appreciate without sort of being in that place and feeling 
the way that people work together and the way that they can uh, kind of um, leverage their friendship and their relationships and their relationship to the place and the relationship to the culture in that place. Mm -hmm. So this, I think, is really essential information for everybody and otherwise we're, you know, we're sort of all reinventing the wheel, which, I mean, in a way we need to do, but in another way we can... Um, share share ideas about sure. these kinds of things and uh, you know it's one thing to sort of read about a space or uh, look at f photos of it on the internet but to, to sort of be and be there and s see the way people are together and sure. uh, how they make that place work for them is really essential information yeah yeah how was how performing in Mexico Oh yeah, it was wonderful. Yeah, yeah, so, really, so nice to be there. I was, we, I was also playing there with uh, the thing who played last night, and we were talking last night about what a kind of dazzling experience it was to be there. Yeah, great audiences and great listening, and so much music going on. So much good, good music happening there. Really overwhelming amount, I wow. think. Yeah, um, and just yeah, and everything sort of the whole feeling of the place in terms of the sort of the architecture and art and you can really you can really feel uh, how cultured the place mm -hmm. is sort of right away mm -hmm. yeah um, I was uh, thinking just about um, when when one is looking for your work online and like uh, wanting to listen to your your music and stuff a lot of different material comes up you have as I mentioned, the videos of you performing in this this old train station. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. the old train station. And yeah. you and and out, out on the water at some fest, dock rock, I think it was called. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and all these different things. But one thing you also see when you look look up Laurie Goldston online, I mean, there's all the different music music clips. Is you and your son, and there's right. there's you and your son playing, and it seems also in terms of working with you, you know. Um, in full disclosure, I was involved in in, in in hosting this show in Montreal with you. Uh, one of the big things came up was navigating, you know, uh, life with your son. And, and it seems, the reason I mention all this is um, there seems to be this very uh, public recognition of, of motherhood and, and the role of, of, of your, your son in your life. And I just really appreciated that because often it seems that um, musicians are sort of at least publicly presented in this way that they're removed from the realness of, of, of life or like, you know, the, the day-to-day -day, um, challenges that come with it. And I, I just uh, wondering if you could just talk a bit about um, how that influences your, uh, your work as an artist in terms of your, your son, but also in terms of making that choice to, to explore music with your, with your kid. And, Right. Well, I mean, it's made a lot of things possible, and I, you know, I am lucky that I have a kid who's I can sort of take around a lot of places, and he's interested in things, and if I've started to do that from when he was very young, so he's used to it, yeah, yeah. and yeah, so it's made a lot of things possible. I'm also, yeah, I'm not really in a position to like I can't, you know, hire a nanny or whatever, and also my husband is a musician okay. as well, so often we play together, so we've just always. I think we, early on we just made a choice to take him with us as much as possible and this would 
make a lot of things work that wouldn't work otherwise. Well, it seems like instead of making those choices some people would make is to use certain resources to hire help or support, you've directed those funds other places, like bringing your kid with you, which is amazing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah it's been wonderful. Yeah, it's been really nice. And, uh, I, you know, I'm not really inclined towards compartmentalizing, and I don't really, it's not like I have really a polished public image that I'm cultivating or saying, yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's like, this is real life, and yeah. this is being a, a person and an artist and making your life work, sure. you know, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it's just always been inclined to take, yeah, take him with us, and... And he's playing music, too. He's, yeah, he's playing flute now, yeah, yeah, he's been really involved with music yeah Great. Um, so in in the next while for you what are what are some things you're working on that you're excited about well I have a lot of recordings I'm trying to get out into the world so this has been it's been very very productive couple of years and nice. I have a pile of uh, I think very good recordings nice. that I've made and some pieces I've written that I want to record so uh, this is my idea part of my idea for the summer is to sort of spend some time kind of editing, collating, sorting, uh, yeah, and see if, see what I can get released. Yeah, and I mean, the recordings I have heard are, are really great. Um, and it was really good to see you last night also performing. Um, maybe just to end there, um, I was just wondering uh, a bit about, um, I did hear some tones in some of your work uh, that referenced almost like there's some references to like Russian classical music or like sort of like sort of or Eastern European tonalities and I could hear that in, in, in your work at some moments and then also this very discordant stuff you really were just all like visiting many different emotions too um, maybe just uh, yeah is, is that was there some sort of yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, always. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, it's all mixed in there. I mean, yeah, I've played in a lot of rock bands. I've played a lot of Eastern European music, uh, Turkish music, Turkish. Um, some, uh, I mean, yeah, it re you know, yeah, as I mentioned, yeah, kind of tr classically trained. I played a lot of, uh, you know, work by contemporary composers, yeah. uh, work with yeah, electronic musicians sometimes. American folk stuff. I mean, it's a long, long list of things that sure. I've, you know, really spent uh, like a chunk of time playing and studying. So it's kind of just all there. I mean, it's not really, again, I don't really, I just don't really have any, um, you know, inclination toward or I think even ability to comp compartmentalize sure. things in general. It sort of is like a real continuum for me. So uh the the for the solo shows that yeah it yeah it just comes out like it comes out in a way you know and uh sometimes i'll often you know play certain pieces and maybe push them in different directions or uh kind of deconstruct them in different ways or and then uh also think about um the way the place where I'm playing them kind of reflects uh, kind of back and forth with the piece and that they have sort of a different different feeling or different meaning depending on where and when it's played. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Um, we were talking yesterday. You hadn't you haven't been in Montreal for a long time, but you're here uh, maybe 15 years ago or something. Oh, it's longer than that. Yeah, I mean, I played a Nirvana show here. It was the only other time I'd been here. Yeah, so that was yeah, long time ago now. Different experience than us. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Smaller crowd. <laughs> How was the the show all those years back? Uh, it was good. I yeah, I don't. I don't remember that show really specifically. I remember hanging out afterwards and having a really nice meal afterwards and walking around. We had a day off. So I remember the kind of other parts of the trip better than I remember the specific set. But yeah, it was really, uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, fancy hotel, whatever, the okay, whole thing. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah. It was the winter, you yeah, know, yeah. so I was climbing around on the snow and, yeah, the, you yeah. know, but. Uh, it was a yeah, a brief, both times very brief trips. So yeah, I'm hoping to come back for longer oh. sometime and really get you know get to kind of breathe the city a bit more. Yeah, and maybe do some playing with some people here. Well, sometime welcome. Before long. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's a pleasure. Yeah, thanks, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks yeah. a lot for having me.